Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister, where I, Rosemary McCabe, am joined by my sister, Beatrice McCabe, and we are fresh off, well, I was going to say fresh off the plane, we're not, we're fresh out of the car from a weekend away in, in Michigan, in St. Joseph, Michigan, and we thought we would talk about holiday calamities. Not that we had any massive ones, actually, this time. I mean, Chance was sick, the baby kicked me in the stomach approximately 10 times, that could have been calamitous. Oh my god, the baby, Sorry. Okay, the baby fox, who is three, and I have to say, I'm, we're going to have to stop calling him the baby, because we're going to have a new baby. He's not the baby. He's the toddler. You're going to have a new baby. Yes. and my, He will and, always be my baby. No, and my baby will be the baby. Da baby. No, I had this conversation with Kevin, and Kevin said, you need to stop calling him the baby. And I said, he will always be my baby. And Kevin said, you're right. I'm the baby of the family. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can call him my baby. But he's not the yeah. baby. He's not going to be the baby anymore. My baby's going to be the, the baby. He's the baby to me. Your baby's your baby. He, my baby's the baby. Well, then what, how, how come your baby has been the baby to all of us for so long? I want my baby to be the baby for all of us. I mean, listen, that's not the point. Maybe you shouldn't have called him the baby. You should have just called him your baby. It's maybe your fault. Anyway, yesterday, listen, the baby loves you. Yesterday, he too looked at a picture of you and he said, me love him. <laughs> me love him, Mofifi. We, we, need to, we need to drum this, this him and her thing into his head. Although maybe he's just f- f- far ahead of all of us. Why, they're Yes, exactly. Why do we? They're grand. Well, I would just prefer if you called everyone her. I just, they're, they, they're grand, I they, said. They, them. Oh, yeah, good point. The baby, Fox, who I'm obviously continuing to call the baby, who's three. What was it? Like, I think we were, I was giving him a shower. No, no, I wasn't giving him a shower. I, I, I was having a shower. And he came in to basically go, Mofifi? Like, what? What you doing? I have a phone? Basically, he goes, like, give me a phone. <laughs> and the two of us walked out of the bathroom and he tripped over the kind of lintel oh. between the bathroom tile and the bedroom carpet. And he slid 
directly over and landed like whacked his head off the side of the bed which was in a big wooden kind of would you call it a box frame like a big boxed off bed base and oh my god like okay so like spoiler alert it didn't end badly because he cried for a couple of minutes then i gave him a phone he was fine right he like he definitely hurt himself but as i saw it happening i was literally like oh my god he's going to have like a fracture or he's going to have hurt his neck really badly like it just looked it was one of those things you know like when you sometimes see kids fall and you're like oh my god that looks terrible and then they get up and they start laughing and you're like how did they just bounce up from that he didn't quite bounce up like he screeched but it was just like oh my god and like one of those things that kind of just made me think of the last time we went to michigan with all the kids and remember he was really sick and like vomiting all night one of the nights oh god yeah well i mean do you remember he had, well he was vomiting like non-stop for three years basically oh, yeah. which was two years which is kind of his problem but um meanwhile as they say back at the back at the ranch that's the expression isn't it back at the ranch because don was here by himself having a much needed bit of r&r although when i came back he didn't look r&r at all because it we, we had forgotten he and i always forget our wedding anniversaries and i had remet what i had not remembered it you had reminded me of it in the car on the way down you're like isn't today your wedding anniversary I was like oh my god so i sneakily went on target.com and sent him a load of gifts pretended to remember because every year this is our this is our like kind your of power play at each this other. is your power struggle yeah, who remembers yeah. who remembers and who forgets so anyway so i sent like a pair of slippers and a pair of pj pants and a cushion that said you matter it was the only thing i could find on target and, and some snacks chocolate and stuff, right? and what else yeah. some snacks yeah and then I was, and then like, I mean, then there was two hours of just total giddy Oh my God, you were in a frenzy waiting for these things to arrive. I mean, I was so delighted. And then he was in an absolute bummed out phase of like total, also total um, delusion where he was like, if we were together, we'd be doing something like, no, we wouldn't. If we were together, we'd be doing exactly what we're doing apart. But anyway, he then went outside and I think in an attempt to distract himself from the fact that he was now missing out on what should have been a super romantic anniversary weekend, went out and mowed the grass and halfway around the garden got ambushed by a load of yellow jacket wasps and got about 18 stings on his arm. So so that was a bit calamitous, but we weren't there. That was his staycation calamity, yeah. Oh, poor Don. But, you know, I was thinking, though, seriously, if we've already talked about some of these, but, like, we don't really go, you know, it's more the domestic holidays where we seem to have like it's more the family holidays, like the more, you know, beach holidays seem to be pretty safe, except for, for you and the broken arm. But like, well, I didn't break my the burn, the Yeah, the burn where I slid down a rock and like oh, yeah. nearly smashed my nose into. Um, obviously, the baby bashing his face off the bed. Um, there was another one. Oh, when we were down and we used to go down to the um, to Carriga Holt and down to Kerry. Do you remember? And, into, and rent. Um, what are they called? don't know we used to stay in a mobile home oh yeah did we yeah and yeah we used to stay in a mobile we used to stay in mom and dad's friend's mobile home and, and we went down there with our french with our french uh, exchange oh, student like yeah, one of yeah. mom's friends and he slipped on a rock and twisted his ankle and then spent had to get crutches and then spent the rest of the week like this was probably day one spent the rest of the week sitting in the mobile home with his leg like sitting on one side with his leg resting on the cushion on the other side. So literally there was no room whatsoever in the mobile home for anybody else. <laughs> there were about 14 of us. I'm like, <laughs> it was an, and it lashed nonstop from day one to day seven. Well, I mean, you'll have that. Yeah, absolute disaster. 
But then also, I feel like dad's constantly hurting himself on holiday as well. Well, we went to, do you remember we went to Ackle uh, for a week or two weeks and we decided we signed up to that outdoor, you know, that like outdoor uh, surf school that they have in Ackle. It's really famous, so I should know the name. It's just very, I, did we sign, I, don't, I think we only did a one day lesson, but didn't dad do, like, wasn't that very adventurous of our parents? I wouldn't necessarily put them down as like surfers. I feel like that was good. That was real, like, I'm doing this for my kids. Yeah, I mean, I think it was windsurfing because it was on a... It was like in was an inlet yeah. or something, wasn't it? So it wasn't like out in the waves. But basically, Dad, we were we were we were at the very. I don't think I was doing anything. I think it was just you and Dad because Mom definitely didn't do it. I think I was too young. And it was you and Dad and Dad? We were at the phase where they were like, okay, let's practice standing up on the board, basically, in like the shallowest of shallow waters. I think the water was about two feet deep, so you could literally just step off the board and step on the board. You know what I mean? And whatever happened, Dad <laughs> stepped off the board. Funny. And did something to his knee where that actually turned into like a very long term complicated injury. He still has it. Hmm? He still has it. He still suffers from it. Well, he had to have an operation on it. So something about the cartilage like detached from the kneecap or something. And basically then for the rest of the holiday, it kept popping out of place. And he, (laughs) in order to pop it back into place, he'd have to just kneel down really suddenly. (laughs) <laughs> Do you remember on the way back we were driving home for lunch and we stopped off in I don't know Castle Bar or something no we didn't stop off in Castle Bar it's not the right it's not the right geographic direction but we stopped off in some small town anyway and we went across so we parked the car and then we were crossing the road to go into some like place for lunch and halfway through we looked back and there's all the traffic going up and down the town and dad on his knee in yeah, the middle of yeah. the road. and he just looked like he was like genuflecting you know what I mean he just would like all of a sudden go down into a half curtsy and I think actually in that, that same afternoon when we when we went for lunch, he went up to the counter to pay and then all of a sudden obviously his knee popped out so he dropped down to his knee and I think your one behind the counter thought he'd had a heart attack. It was literally like, oh my God. Or he was proposing. Or he was proposing. Well, like, this is the same man though. Like, I, oh I, I sometimes find it hard to reconcile this guy who has, who's like constantly genuflecting and proposing on a random basis with the same person who like falls out of the car, trips, goes into like a full tumble like G.I. Joe style and jumps up like he's very courageous all the same given you know the traumatised appendages <laughs> what what traumatised appendages isn't that a leg I'm googling this right now yeah I mean I'm sure it does include a leg but it's like things that hang off you Beatrice, <laughs> your leg doesn't hang off you. You're being a weirdo. You're being a weirdo. Since when have you thought that person's legs hang off them? Maybe this is because I just listened to a podcast about Verena Bobbitt. Did you? Yeah. Oh my God, Nash asked us the other day, who is the who is Lorena Bobbitt? And I said, well, she's, I was trying to tell a story. She's a woman who was in an abusive relationship with her husband and Don goes, yeah, she cut off his penis. Nash looked like he was literally about to fall over and just pass out. Well, you better check his, his Google history because I then Googled it and you can find a picture of that penis in page one. Cut off. Can, like. Isn't that penis on lots of porn movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's when it got put back on. But you can see a picture of it like in the grass. Because she threw it out the car window. <laughs> I, did, I didn't need that gesture from you there. But why would you want to see it? Like... Uh, you're bitch. surrounded by them. You're so like, weird. Are we, what? Course, you're so weird. Of course I'd want to see it. Well, 
I was more horrified by how actually here's here's a here's a calamity. Here's a here was a horror moment for me on the holiday that maybe you didn't really notice. And we were sitting at the dining room table and we just I think we just finished our dinner and we were chatting. And then when I stood up to go and put on the kettle and turned around and you were secretly watching blackhead popping videos full screen on your computer. That wasn't what we were eating in, in my defence. Well, it was regardless. I never wanted to eat again. It was disgusting. I'm, I'm sure you've you managed ruined, though, to get over that. You have traumatised you? my... Yeah, you traumatised me on the weekend. <laughs> you, you know what happened to me um, a couple of times? Well, so I wasn't actually on the holiday, but there were a few times that mom and dad were away. Or mo- like mom was away the weekend that I broke my arm. That's the, do you remember when dad sent me in for the for the takeaway menu? <laughs> mom was away that weekend. I can't remember where she was. I think she might have been in the Gwaeltuk when she was doing her teaching course. She was, that is where she was, yeah. And then there was another time that mom and dad were both away. And I was, I think, 19. I was in the house on my own and I got the mumps. And I had to get the doctor up to the house because I was so sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, 19-year-olds could be married, you know, you know, like you don't need your mom and dad when you're 19 with the mumps. You yeah. just get on with things. No, I know, but say. I just mean like it was kind of a coincidental <laughs> calamity for them. You know what I mean? Because they were... It wasn't a calamity for them. It was great for them. They weren't there while you were, were sick. I think Trust they me, came home early. They were horrified. I don't know where they were actually. Oh, they love you. 19 and you needed your mom and dad. I can't even get over oh, this. Peter, I was very sick. The mumps, it was awful. And I was... I was very seriously dating my ex-boyfriend at the time. But then obviously he couldn't be around me because the mumps are really dangerous for men because if they get them, they can, it can render them infertile. That's true. True facts okay. with is Dr. That, Rosemary. That, that's a very sad part of the story, all right, yeah. I mean, he was she fine. She was grand. You were grand not seeing each other for 10 minutes. But there was nobody there to look after me, Beatrice. You know how I feel about these things. Where was I? You'd fucked off to Milan or Paris. <laughs> you were you were long gone. You'd left us all in the... In the wind. Well, those were the days. Oh my God, there was another calamity that actually I'm slightly sorry I'm going to bring up now, but when, when myself and Kira were on, were on holidays in, um, I think we were in, in Marbella, and our bag got stolen the day before we were due to fly home with our, with our credit cards in it. It was, it was your bag. You, you, okay. I know it was my yeah. bag, my Chloe bag. You yeah, had lent I us know. a beautiful Chloe bag. Mm-hmm. You'd lent me a beautiful Chloe bag that then I mm-hmm. slung across the back of my chair, got robbed. Mm-hmm. With with our bank cards in it. You're, I'm a very forgiving type, I've realised. I don't think I've even ever mentioned that again since that happened. Now, that's true. That reminds me of... But the, but sorry, but sorry, the keys, the keys to our apartment were in it as well. So we had to then try and contact like the spare key holder and then I had to get a friend to transfer money to my like other bank account because I had that, that card back in the room. It was, the whole thing was just... And this was literally at like 10pm the night before we were due to fly home. Do you know, I think that that reminds me of... I'm just thinking as well, you should never give your guests when they come to visit you abroad. If you live abroad, never have a little bowl of nuts ready to get to greet somebody with like a glass of wine, a bowl of nuts and snacks. Now, twice now I've had a bowl of nuts ready for a, for a, an arriving guest. And dad, it was dad the first time dad took a bite out of the. Oh, no, it was Ju- it was Anna. Julie's sister was the first one when she came over to visit us on Balde Pompier. I think I've mentioned this before, which was like the night of the fire. The firemen had their big fireman's you know, ball. get together. Fireman's ball, yeah, in Paris. And she arrived over and we had like, we were in the, in the house having a pair of teeth, drinks and nuts and stuff. And she took a bite of a nut and the cap fell off her tooth. <laughs> it was so unfortunate. And of course, like, I mean, luckily it was dark, right? We were going out and nobody noticed. And then dad came over to put to New York. He came over for a month when Nash was a baby by himself, which was so nice. That was the time that he skidded across the floor on his toenails <laughs> like Michael Jackson. 
he did a moonwalk. He stood up on the glossy wooden floor to help to like the baby was running around. The baby at the time being Nat. And he jumped up to give a hand and like literally just slid three feet on his on his toenails across the floor. Dad will not like the story. We were all I mean, he was actually very impressed with his own. I don't even know, like athleticism. <laughs> yeah, it was so bizarre. It was like he was levitating. Wasn't that the time he came over to help you do renovations on the house? And then I think like two days before he was due to go home, like screwed a screw in a door. Uh, yes. <laughs> and Don said, Don was laughing afterwards because he was like, this is what happens. He goes, your dad every day. He goes, I mind. He goes, I mind Nash. And your dad might make lunch or like he helps he helps around the house he goes, but ba- basically you know the two of us have a pretty chill day baby's the baby um he goes like i'm minding i'm minding nash and dad is basically sitting in the lazy boy reading every now and then you know he'll make a snack or he'll play with the baby for half an hour or whatever he goes and then at approximately five thirty, his alarm will go off and he'll go well we're just gonna be home now in an hour and a half what should we do <laughs> <laughs> what should we get done for her <laughs> i thought you were gonna say his alarm goes off and he opens a bottle of wine Oh, no, that too, that too. I mean, we had a great time, actually, when he was very, very sad. There's lovely pictures of him there with Nash on Nash's first birthday. Was yeah, it his I first, think It must so, have been yeah. his first birthday. It was, so, it was so nice to have. It was so nice to have that time together. Anyway, when he arrived, though, same thing. He bit into a nut and half his tooth fell off. <laughs> Luckily, not his front tooth. One of his back teeth just fell off. <laughs> And then it went missing, right? So our Don's friend Travis was at the table as well. And for weeks, Dad was convinced Travis had stolen <laughs> his tooth. <laughs> Did you ever find it? Uh, no, it never turned up. So like, even though Dad's like, I know, I know Travis didn't take it. He's a bit like, there's a, a bit tr- of a, like a, a raised eyebrow. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, D- did he? Yeah, and Travis was obsessed with dad. <laughs> he was always like, when's your dad coming back? He's hilarious. He's this, he's that, he's the other. Dad was literally like, Travis took my tooth. <laughs> maybe maybe Travis took it so that he could clone him like like Barbara Streisand and her dogs. Well, to be quite honest, if you'd seen the tooth, like you'd be throwing it straight in the bin, right? It was a bit like those toenails that shouldn't be there to allow the moonwalking to happen. But it was actually hilarious. Anyway, great, great memories of that time. But that's a top tip, you know. Soft foods only for new guests. <laughs> I used to like having um, sugared cashews. You'd never break a tooth on a sugared cashew. Cashews are quite soft. Like the sugary part could be hard. No, like a nice honey roast cashew. They're nice. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so on, on the stolen tack, I went down. I, I had this very small fleeting romance with this guy that I was obsessed with when I lived in Milan and he lived in Rome and I, I feel was like, like your entire time in Milan was taken up with you being obsessed with different men well this was a very um weird kind of meeting so I was in the market one morning I was at, at the vintage market and I saw this guy I don't know 100 feet away from me and I looked at him and he looked at me as they say and like we definitely a frisson passed between us and I was like oh my god he was so handsome right Thought no more of it, then wandered around the market, spent the day buying random secondhand clothes, went back to my cousin's office that afternoon, went in, was going down the stairs to say hi. And there, so they say, was this total worst looking guy. Yeah. And he had just been telling them about some girl that he had seen at the market. And this weird moment oh that passed God, between you them. Oh my God, should be married. This, this should I, be I know, I know. Well, I was convinced, of course, of course, this was my soulmate, right? I mean, of course, like, where else would this happen? Wasn't my soulmate, listeners, was not my soulmate. But we did go out on a couple of dates and had a very exciting romance. And then he went back to Rome, which is where he lived, because he was only visiting. He was, he was actually friends with my cousin and their friends group. And uh, he invited me down to Rome to visit him. And that was very exciting. However, in the interim, I had gone from having long, lustrous, curly hair and wearing slightly feminine clothes to getting my uh, lip pierced and having my hair shaved into a mohawk and wear, starting to wear my strappy cargo trousers. Now, this, as you say, parachute beauty pants. is not... Yeah, parachute pants. Beauty is on the inside, listeners. And, you know, we shouldn't be judging a book by its cover, etc. But anyway, when I got down to Rome on the train, well, he was not impressed with well, this book's Well, the problem was he'd already judged the book by the cover and then the book mm. suddenly morphed into... Like the book, put on it. the book took off. The book took off its flyleaf. The book started called? off as, as Mills and Boone, and then ended up as like GI <clears throat> Jane. <laughs> it's not. I like Demi Moore. She was very attractive in that movie. It's not the flyleaf. What's it called? The dust cover. The yeah, that actually goes. That actually goes well with your Dune analogy. The dust jacket. The dust jacket. Dust cover. You can say it. It's not a dust cover. It's a dust jacket. Fine. Anyway, on the train on the way down, as if to add insult to injury, I had, I, had, I had a sleeping booth and I was sleeping on the top bunk and I had my most valuables under my pillow and my other valuables, i.e. all my other clothes that were not parachute pants, in a bag at the foot of my, of my bed. When I woke up the next morning, all my clothes were gone. And I only had these cargo pants to wear for the whole four days in his house. When I got there, I also didn't realise that I was going to be staying in his apartment with his sister and his parents and him. And it was very, very, very odd. Right. And he was quite clear from the get go that this was not what he was expecting and basically spent the first first day in Ikea with his sister and didn't invite me. It was all just very, very weird. Maybe he was hoping you'd go shopping. Yeah. And get a wig. Maybe. But anyway, it was just all very odd. But I mean, so 
that was the end of that. We didn't really have a great love affair after that. So I didn't marry him. But like you were there for four days. Mm-hmm. And were you basically just like, was he basically just keeping you on the, like, at a distance for the four days? Like, were you just mates then? Yeah. and I, Yeah. At one point I had to go and have a conversation and be like, listen, can we cop on here? Like, I get that this is not a mad romance. Could you actually talk to me and can we go out and have like, fun, have lunch and yeah, yeah, have a wander around. So very begrudgingly he did. I mean, I think it was a weight off his shoulders that like somebody said it because he certainly wasn't going to. Anyway, so stupid. I mean, of course, can you imagine? Fair play to me saying that without like crying, you know, tears of anguish. I was so devo because I was absolutely infatuated with him. And despite this crap treatment, I was still infatuated with him. Oh, listen, Beatrice, of course. I know. Thanks, they can Beatrice. they can treat you as badly as, as they want. Like infatuation yeah, doesn't thanks. just... We don't have any standards or self-respect. <laughs> infatuation <laughs> remains. Um, I wonder how you would have felt if the other way around, like if he had gone from being like your idea of very physically attractive to then like wearing deck shoes and like uh, chinos me, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably be married to him <laughs> right I don't know what you mean by this <laughs> God speaking of deck shoes Brandon bought two pairs of deck shoes the other day Rosemary Brandon has Crocs you're done I have Crocs you have Americans Crocs love yeah, I do, I do, but they're not like Brandon wears them extremely earnestly. We wear ironic multicolored Crocs with gibbets. Brandon wears extremely ironic old man gardening Crocs. Boat uh, boat shoes are cool. I bought him some gibbets for his Crocs actually, and he's conveniently lost one already. The aubergine. <laughs> <laughs> are you joking? No. <laughs> That's good. He came back and he was like, "I lost my eggplant." <laughs> oh my god! Of course he did. God, did you record him saying that? No, but I should have. Just like John Wayne Bobbitt. So what about, well, there was also, who was I talking about this with the other day? I think it was Nash. Well, we went to the beach last, as as you know, you were there. We went to the beach. Oh, that was a bit of a calamity, actually. That was a bit of a calamity because the weather was, uh, we had a beach hazard warning, so we couldn't swim, which then meant that all we could do was sit on the side of the of the beach and horsing ourselves, screaming at the children not to go out beyond their knees, yeah. right? For ineffectually. six hours. But it reminded me of the story of mom, mom's, one of mom's best friends who has, who is unfortunately now no longer with us, but who had terrible, terrible, terrible eyesight, Anna, right? Right. And she had, she used to wear these glasses that were like bottle tops. Oh, they were, were in yeah, Spain yeah, yeah. Or Greece. They were in Spain or Greece one time and they, she was swimming out. She's, and she was a good swimmer, but like not, you know, not like Olympian standard and she is swimming out to sea and she had left her glasses on the beach and halfway through her swim she got disoriented and so she was turning around in the water going which way is back to shore and she espied on the horizon what she assumed was her beach and the island she and her husband were staying on and she began to swim towards it and an hour later had to be rescued by the sea rescue swimming entirely in the wrong direction oh my god I don't remember that story (laughs) poor her that just goes to show why you should always swim lengthways along the shore Maybe she was swimming lengthways, but, you know, that just goes to show you, it's always, you can't be too careful in the sea. You can't. But actually, when we were at Lake Michigan and they had this warning, so there was, you know, the warning was for, what, like high waves and currents and stuff. I was thinking about, like, I'm pretty sure those are the conditions we used to be basically forced into the sea in, in Wexford and in Balance Gaelic. So it'd be like, get in there, you're grand. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I was wondering? Like, and I mean, people can answer this. Like, how did we manage to sit on the beach for the full day with no sun? We loved it. Yeah. I mean, I think because we were probably quite like, well, 
Yeah, we were probably quite active as in, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're running around, <laughs> no, but I mean, if you're running around building sandcastles we and you're like back and forth and stuff. But we also have a lot of photos of us, Beatrice, like wrapped in towels, like absolute, like, That's true. like, you know what I mean? Swaddled in blankets. Ewoks. Ewoks on the beach. <laughs> okay, so what other, what other holiday calamities did you have? I took up smoking on holiday in France. That was, that was a calamity. That was that was the start of my descent into being a full time smoker. Was when I was in Le Grand Maitre campsite in don't know where it was, and uh, the French and Germans were all smoking red Marlboros, and I was very into these particular. I was very into every man basically there, <laughs> and I was like, he's smoking and he's drinking these tiny little beers, and I'm going to smoke and drink these tiny little beers, and that was the beginning of the end for me. That was when I was like. I think 16 or 17 and then I smoked until I was like on and off well mostly on and then with like two years off here and then finally gave up about two years ago but until I was what like 34 33 did you I always felt like it was a temporary thing it wasn't you were smoking for 15 years yeah I mean when I was younger I think I would more like I would smoke on nights out and then I think I started smoking full like a full-time smoking when I was about 24 and then I would smoke like between kind of 15 and 20 a day, sometimes up to 30, mostly 20, like mostly a packet a day um, until I was about, yeah, until I was, well, I gave up for, I gave up after I, after I met Stephen. So I gave up for like three years while we were dating. And then basically the day we broke up, I was like, fuck this and ran off to spar, <laughs> got myself like 16 croissants and two packets of cigarettes and sat in the back garden crying and smoking for the day. Oh, maybe that explains the wheeze that you think you have. Probably. Although, you know what? I, actually, after I gave up, it was a, like a year and a half after I gave up smoking, I went and I had that executive health check thing that I was talking about a couple of episodes ago where I had like a full, you know, MOT kind of thing. And one of the things was they checked my lung capacity and they said that my lung capacity is actually higher than the average for my age and that they sometimes find that with people who have smoked and given up because they've basically put their lungs under so much pressure that their lungs have hmm. to work slightly harder. You know what I mean? Well, that's good news. Well, ish, but they could all be like filled with tar as well. Hopefully not. Well, that's a bleak way to look at it. All right. <laughs> so um, in general, I'd say if you're having a domestic, what are your words of wisdom? I would say if you're having a domestic holiday, be careful, stay away from the rocks. Stay away from the rocks, stay away from the peanuts. Oh, God, stay away from the peanuts, yeah. Trim your toenails. Yeah, or any other hard snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Do not oh. ever, you know what, now, I mean, now you wouldn't ever have to, right, because you have the internet. Do not ever go anywhere to get a takeaway menu. Do you know what I mean? That was, you know, that ruined my whole summer. So, honestly, I don't think there's been a holiday that we've gone on that the kids haven't got sick. And then there was the time that Bo went into, like, massive... Just we were driving on down to when we lived in, Te in Dallas, we were driving down to hill country in Dallas down near Austin. And Nash goes like a Nash must have been four. And he's like, mom, mom. And we turn around and Bo is literally sitting in his high in his chair, strapped in pink from head to toe with hives, massive hives all over 100 percent of his body. Oh, my God. Just sitting there. I don't remember this. Yeah. Yeah, and we pulled and we went into the media, like we drove at high speed to the walk-in clinic and they gave him, um, what's it called? Like they gave him a... Like an EpiPen? A, no, they, well, yes, they gave him like the equivalent of that, you know, for a, for a baby. Yeah. 
And then we had to go. We checked into our hotel. He didn't get much better. So then we unchecked and went home and they were all very nice. But like, I'd say just, you know, think twice about where you're going with your kids. Because like, and what was it? close to a walk-in clinic. We never found out. Oh, sorry. I got bitten by a cat in Turkey and had to go and get a tetanus in like the most horrendously rural uh, hospital where nobody spoke English. And it was so impossible to explain to them that I got, I was just petting this cat by this stray cat by the pool and it bit me. <laughs> oh, this is when you I was also, an we went down, You also, when we went down to visit mom's friend, got bitten by a dog. You need to stay away I from know, the, actually there's terrible. another one. Stay away from seemingly friendly animals. This cat did seem very friendly until it didn't, like our own cat. Pet, pet, actually pet, that reminds chomp. me yeah, Don went up to pet the horse next to us in Ireland when like he went up to pet the horse and then went into full on like allergic mode and we had to go and we had to go to the doctor and get like major cortisone whatever <laughs> shots from yeah god yeah. yeah stay away from anything anything animal like yeah stay away from the animals on holidays uh, learn like you know what as well if you're going to a foreign country with a, with a different language learn to say some things that you might need to say in hospital Rosemary, Google Translate. Oh, I think I think I well, I think I didn't have internet at the time. It was when I was about it was when it was probably about ten years ago, and I was on a press trip. You know what? I was on a press trip to Turkey, and I remember I was there with like six or seven other journalists, and I was sunbathing topless by the pool in front of my peers. <laughs> in hindsight, I'm like, what was I doing? Like, my fellow journalists didn't need to see my nips. Oh, do you know what? On the other hand, they're your nips. It's grand. I bet you the men all had their tops off. You're grand. Well, they did, Beatrice, but my nips are more impressive. Yeah. What? I would say, I would say learn to say, like, I've been bitten by a cat. <laughs> no. Help. I need a tetanus. Uh, I was bitten by a cat. Oh, hold on. Sorry. In <laughs> Turkish. <laughs> That wasn't helpful. <laughs> oh, God. Are you ready? Okay, ready. No wonder you couldn't say <laughs> it. <laughs> Play that into the microphone there. Hold it up. <laughs> okay, learn that, Rosemary, for the next time you go to Turkey if you get bitten by a cat. How do you say I need a tetanus? That seems easier. Okay, hold on. Tetanus <laughs> was. Try it, Rosemary. Okay, terrible. No, that was they fine. Would never be given Anyway, the whole point is if it happens nowadays, you just play it through your phone. There you go. Bring your phone with you, Google Translate. <laughs> We've solved it. And just fork out on the on the roaming charges. If you need a tetanus, you need a tetanus. Thank you all so much for listening. Please share your own holiday calamities. Uh, but not if they're more calamitous than ours, because we don't like to be outdone. I can't believe you were bitten by a cat. <laughs> Fingers crossed now. We've had our share of holiday <laughs> maladies and that the next time we go on a vacay, oh God, we'll have a small baby. It'll be, it'll be like starting over all, over all over again, the puking nonstop. Well, listen, it's a far cry from sunbathing. Te- <clears throat> listen, it's a far cry from sunbathing topless with your peers, with your colleagues now to like a baby puking on your shoulder. I just can't believe that like you came back from that trip and you're like, I don't know why they don't take me seriously. I did not come back from that trip saying I don't know why they, take, they don't take me seriously. I came back from that trip going, everyone takes me very seriously. It was deluded. <laughs> It's absolutely out of my mind. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, in case you didn't know, we now have a Patreon where for $5 a month, it works out at about €4.50. Euro. Uh, you can sign up and get an extra special bonus episode every Friday and you'll also get the regular main feed episode early and without any pesky ads. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
Not Without My Sister is edited by Tall Tales. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.